come back, come home. Jesus wants to forgive you more than you want to be forgiven. The best of the week on Relevant Radio. So today on the show, we're going to try to get a better picture of sin and the mercy of God, as well as exploring the effects of a proper view of these things, what effects they can have on your spiritual life today. Joining us as our spiritual director is Father Joseph Johnson. Father Joseph is the pastor of Holy Family Catholic Church in St. Louis Park, Minnesota, part of the Archdiocese of St. Paul and Minneapolis. Father, good to be speaking with you again. Welcome back. Thank you, Patrick. Good to be with you. Well, let's jump right in, Father. Uh, we're now, talking. Did you pick this topic, Patrick, because you think I'm an expert on sin. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm afraid. Are you reading my soul? You say, you know. We're going to talk about sin. Who's the, who's the expert on sin? Father oh, Joseph, yeah. he's a big sinner. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, I appreciate the sentiment, Father, but believe me, I, I don't relish the thought of having the gift of being able to read souls. I've got enough trouble with my own, so, <laughs> so no soul reading going on here. But uh, presuming that uh, you uh, have some knowledge of the topic, I won't go into how personal that knowledge is, but uh, some academic knowledge of the topic, let's start off with what is sin, Father? What is sin? Sin is a turning away from God. You know, I think that's what we need to, to understand, that it's something contrary to reality of how God created the world, God created us within it. Uh, there's a proper order to all of creation, and we are ordered towards God. And so sin is a turning away, a breaking of that order, uh, heading in a different direction away from God. And, and therefore, it's also contrary to reason, it's contrary to the order of creation, as opposed to what most people think, which is that sin is just breaking a rule. You know, it's, it's not a set of external rules imposed upon us. We were created in a certain way, and we were created for God, we're created in God's image and likeness, you know. And so, uh, for us to to live the reality of who we are, we need to be in a state of grace. We need to be in conformity to the reality of who we are, living up to being made in His image and likeness, living in friendship with Him. And so, that's the the truth of it. Sin isn't just about what we do; it's about who we are. Mm. That's a good reminder. But then, I mean, the question that immediately jumps to mind for me, Father, is then, why is it so darn tempting then? I mean, why why are we so drawn to it if it's so contrary to our very nature? Mm, you know, and there therein is a, is a couple of explanations. First, you know, St. Augustine himself talks about his conversion, and he said he plunged into the good things of this world, not realizing that they were reflections of the goodness of God. We embrace the goodness. We are not Puritans that say, oh, bad, all this stuff on earth, bad, 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 be miserable now, and, and then you'll get payday. No, we embrace the goodness of God's creation, but it has to be in relationship to the Creator and not a rival to the Creator, not turning aside from Him, saying, I want the good stuff that you give, Lord, but I don't want you. Right? And so sometimes it's good things that tempt us, but in excess, not in the proper harmony, proper proportion, proper relationship to God and, and to, to our needs and the like. And other times there is evil, but St. Thomas Aquinas reminds us no one chooses 
evil. They choose an apparent good. I'm looking for something good, but evil disguises itself as good. No one chooses evil. They choose what they think is good. Or if you want to put it in a, in a more kind of down-to-earth way, we choose what we think is going to make us happy. Yeah. Right? But if you're choosing something that you think is going to make you unhappy, first of all, most people won't choose it. Second of all, if you did, then it, it was twisted in a way that you think, I'm going to be happy if I choose what's making me unhappy. You know, there's some, something twisted in the logic there. We look for what's going to make us happy. Everyone in the world can agree on that, that I want what will make me happy. We just begin to disagree when we talk about what is it that will make you happy. Mm. And that's where divine revelation has come to our aid and shown us what makes us happy is love. And love is enfleshed in Christ. And, and the, the relationships that we have with one another are supposed to be filled with love. And that's why Christ says all the commandments can be summed up in the love of God and neighbor. They're not a bunch of extrinsic rules. It's just, that's what love looks like. And if you want to be happy, you want to live in love with God, you want to live in love with your neighbor. That's what happiness is. Great words from our spiritual director, Father Joseph Johnson. If you have questions about sin or about the mercy of God, if you are really, maybe you're tracking with what Father is saying here and you'd uh, like to call in and and, uh, respond, please do so. Our number here at The Inner Life is 888-914-9149. Peter is calling in from Gross Point, Michigan. Peter, welcome to The Inner Life. Thanks for calling. You're welcome. You guys, I have this really great music here that I'm sitting on as I'm listening to you. And I'm going, a realization that what you're saying is music to my ears. Keep it up. It is so appreciated. God bless. Oh, thank you, Peter. God bless you. You know, and, and speaking of music, let me tell you, there's, a, there's an old, old hymn. I think it was an old baptism called Jesus' Blood Never Failed Me Yet. And there was a modern musician, a guy named Gavin Bryars, who took that hymn and made an extended meditation on it. So if you are feeling down the dumps and you, you, you don't even know where to begin to start thinking through your, your sins and, and you're beating yourself up and all that, you could go onto YouTube and, and look up Jesus' Blood Never Failed Me Yet by Gavin Bryars and just close your eyes and let that repeat and wash over you and remind you of the infinite mercy of God uh, that is greater than all of our sins. Mm. All right. Well, there's a prescription for you. Very good. Jesus, blood never failed me yet. Never failed me yet. Jesus, blood never failed me yet. This one thing. Now, there it is. Father Joseph Johnson, our spiritual director, was just talking about this song. As a great way of reminding ourselves that Jesus' mercy, the love of the Lord, the mercy of the Lord never fails us. I'm sure that there are others, too, who just think, you know what? There's no way. There's no way that I've, I've sinned. I've done so much. There's no way that God will forgive me for this. And they're just really despairing of God's mercy because of the, the what they perceive as the greatness of their sin. And uh, maybe they're even staying away from the sacrament of confession. What might you say to them? Come back. Come home. Jesus wants to forgive you more than you want to be forgiven. 
Think of the, the good shepherd that leaves the 99 and goes after the one lost sheep and says, there's more joy in heaven over the one lost sheep than over the 99 that weren't lost. So that, and that's sometimes what I say to penitents that come to me that say, it's been 30, 40 years since my last confession or whatever. I'm saying, I want you to know that right now in heaven, all the angels and saints are rejoicing because of you, because you've come back. So that's what we need to, to realize. Don't let wounded pride, don't let discouragement or despair keep you away from the mercy. God saw all of your sins and still loved you into life, right? And don't insult him by saying that he did a bad job. He thinks he created you as a masterpiece. We look in the mirror and go, this is no masterpiece. He's not done with you yet. So we're works in progress. But the people say, oh, I'm no saint. I'm like, well, you know, folks, the saints is anybody in heaven, and that's where we want to land. So, so don't excuse yourself from becoming a saint. But it's his grace and our cooperation. But don't ever insult him and say, I can't be a saint. I, every single one of us is destined and equipped. God wouldn't call us to something he didn't give us the resources to achieve. Spiritual greatness. That's our call. That's our mission. That's our identity made in the image and likeness of Christ. No sin that is uh, untouched by his mercy, that it can't be conquered by his great love and mercy for us. Father, this has been a fascinating conversation, as always, very inspirational as we contemplate less than a month away from Lent now, and that we always are turning back to God. We always are invited and able to come back to his great mercy that flows to us because of what Christ has done for us, specifically on the cross. Grateful for the conversation, Father. As always, we like to close the show with a blessing. May I ask you to do that now for us, please? May the God who is rich in mercy send his peace and healing grace into the hearts and minds of all of our listeners. May God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Know somebody in your life who needs to hear this, who needs to know that God's mercy will conquer all the sin, um, that they're always welcome to come back to the Father's house. In fact, the Father is longing for them to come back. Well, head on over to relevantradio.com slash inner life and share this program with them so that they can hear some of these wonderful and wise words as well. Grace and peace. This entire episode of The Inner Life is on the Relevant Radio app. Relevant Radio app is completely free and updated daily with fresh articles, podcasts, and prayers. Don't delay. Download the app today. And thanks for listening.